Welcome to Inked Up, where we dive into the fascinating world of permanent makeup. This podcast is brought to you by Highstoke, your trusted PMU growth partner, helping permanent makeup artists succeed through marketing, branding, and scaling strategies. Join us in each episode as we unravel the secrets of this ever-evolving industry and provide valuable insights to help you thrive as a PMU artist. Let's start with marketing, advertising, and PMU. So I want to ask you three tips for a beginner, like somebody who just started in the PMU and they don't know where to start. What um, would be like the main three platforms that you would recommend to be present at? Great question. So I'm going to, I know you asked the three main platforms, but I think let's rewind a little bit and talk about if you're a beginner and are, are we talking about like completely new, just certified yeah. trying to get in the industry, right? Okay. So when, when you are a complete beginner in the industry, you also have to understand that you're brand new. There's a lot of options out there and people have a lot of like variety. There's different types of solutions. And so when you're brand new, one of the biggest things that you need to do and we tell our clients this all the time, your number one priority isn't to make as much money as possible in the beginning. It's to build your foundational pieces that you need to go out and charge you know, full price later on. So one of the best things that you can do in the beginning is to do model calls. So letting people know like, hey, you typically charge four or $500 for your services, but for the first 10 people, you're only charging, let's say $100 for a cost of product. And in doing so, you're able to get your portfolio pieces, you build your brand, you get a lot of content out of it, you get reviews, and that's gonna give you the foundational pieces needed um, so, so that you can actually grow your business the right way. Because one of the biggest mistakes that we see all the time, Cecilia, is that you know, people get certified and they're like, you know what, my trainer said I should charge $600 right away. And even though I only worked on one model, I'm gonna charge this right away and right off the bat, right? And obviously, again, your work is probably not that great yet. The quality isn't where it needs to be. You're still in the early stages. And so again, what we always coach all of our clients to do is that if you are in the beginning stages, um, your number one priority is to get your portfolio pieces up because it's much easier to say, hey, I charge $500 with 50 plus five-star reviews and hundreds of portfolio pieces versus somebody who doesn't necessarily have that branding or those portfolio pieces on their account. And so I would say that's the big, I know that was like multiple answers into one, but that is probably my biggest piece of advice if you're just starting out where you need to focus on getting those, uh, that content, those portfolio pieces, your reviews, and so, um, we call those, again, Absolutely. those foundational pieces. Yeah, I totally agree beginning. with you. And also, I feel like it's very important what you said, like set up your price in the beginning um, that you want to like aim for because I see that mistake too. Like they sometimes they are all the way on the other end where they're charging very little and and then they can't put the prices up once they get good at it. So I feel like it's good to have a price and always have discounts until you are really, really good and establish your price and to the final price that you offer in the beginning. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like one the biggest thing is just getting portfolio pieces because like I was saying, it's so much easier to convince somebody to pay you when you have all of this proof of what your work actually looks like, right? Oh, I see some familiar faces I haven't seen in the, in the long in a long time. What's up, Santiago? What's up, JC? Um, so, yeah, getting like portfolio pieces is such a a, a huge 
huge element that is so needed in the beginning that people tend to overlook where people are like, okay, like I need to find clients. I need to find clients. But if you just reshape your mind to, if you just build your portfolio and showcase how great the quality of your work is, naturally more people is go are going to find out about you because they're going to envision their like brows or lips or SMP or whatever it is that you do. They're going to envision that work of yours on them. So the more opportunities that you have to show that throughout your portfolio pieces, the more trust that you're ultimately going to build at the end of the day. So um, getting those portfolio pieces is just so important. And I just want to stress that specifically uh, for beginners. And make sure you guys understand how to take pictures. Good, good good lighting, you know, because I see that often too. Like you starting up, you don't know what, like to use to take a good picture, what kind of like lighting do you need? But light and, and, and good angles are very, especially like learn yeah. how to like, um, <laughs> find the right angle for your client because sometimes you know like they make them look bad and you really want to make sure that your pictures are aesthetic and because good pictures sell too right yeah um, i guess that's the second tip you hit the nail right on the head cecilia where you you, you need a you answered it for me but you need a it's not so much of quantity it, it is a mix right but don't get so caught up on quantity that you forget about the quality of your pictures too because I'm sure you've seen it too. Sometimes it's like, oh my God, like what is this picture? Like it's red everywhere. There's so many blemishes. There's no like small filter on it. Um, it's just like a bad picture. Maybe it's just like straight up with no angle. And so one of the biggest things is that look, find an artist that you look up to and literally try to model the exact way that they take their pictures. Everything from like the angle to the lighting to the contrast they put, maybe some of the small filters. Um, and that way you're not really guessing and it's not awkward when you're trying to take like a million pictures of your clients, but taking the right pictures with the right lighting, with the right quality is often very, very overlooked um, that as well. Because we work with clients, for example, uh, we bring them on to work with Highstoke and then they're like, yeah, we have so much content. And we go through their Google Drive folder of like 200 photos and none of them are usable because it's just not at the caliber that it needs to be. So um, there, there needs to be an emphasis on investing into the right equipment i think getting a regular iphone great enough i think andrew just said 4k uh, like 4k is amazing right like you can even do like reels and slow-mo all of these amazing things um getting great lighting so just investing into like a ring light um you can even go above and beyond with some lens as well that clip onto the iphone so there's so many things but i think investing a couple of hundred dollars into good equipment it's Absolutely. going to pay off so much more i agree with you like it's super, super important because, I mean, we are in the beauty industry and people are looking uh, the aesthetics. So really, like, everything needs to be considered looking good. Your pictures, your whatever, if you're inst on Instagram, that looks aesthetic too, that looks nice and clean because that projects uh, an image. So you really want a good image since the beginning. Yeah, so, like, a very easy thing that you can do is just here, here's like a, an activity that everybody should do find the artist that you look up to the most maybe they're a master trainer you know they're speaking they're an educator and pull up your instagram feed against their instagram feed and compare the two i know comparison you know we typically don't like to like compare successes and things like that i'm talking in terms of the quality of the pictures and how aesthetically pleasing um, the quality is in terms of the work and how everything looks like. And so when you start doing that, 
just have again the mindset isn't to compare um you know oh my god like they're so far away and i'm just starting out and get discouraged i'm not saying that but compare like how they're angling taking the pictures like the lighting and like how close up it is and just the quality of everything and i can almost guarantee you you'll get a lot of ideas i'm like hmm maybe i should start angling it like this maybe i should start doing my reels like this maybe i should start panning out my videos a little bit slower instead of you know right front and center and taking a picture of like the whole face maybe it should be a little bit angled right and so there's a lot of the ideas that kind of come up and the whole um idea is to take inspiration from those who are doing a lot better and just tying that back into um you know yeah, your absolutely. work and everything that you're doing like you said yeah. see it more as an inspiration not now like uh diminishing your work or you know it's not about making you feel bad but the other way around you really want to get inspired so yeah it's fine whoever yeah. you think it's like super awesome on instagram that you love their work and the type of pictures they take and try to replay it and you know what the beautiful thing nowadays is that there's so many information out there there's available you can go to youtube you can see tutorials you can follow accounts <laughs> you can follow danny i mean i know you you constantly give tips and tricks so just follow along and, and stick with it It takes time to, you, you know, because I mean, we're not all professional yeah. photographers and we all now have the eye to to do those things, but if you're constantly like learning and listening and checking out some tips and tips and tricks, you could definitely one day you're going to nail it. So don't get discouraged, just mm. keep doing it and you'll get there. But two and then the third Absolutely. one. Oh. oh. We're still missing one. I thought we put like 20 I thought we put 20 tips <laughs> into one answer. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I can throw another one. Um okay, so we did model calls, um pictures. Uh well, I'm going to give two, that's okay. Okay. So I'm I'm going to give two. I think number one, especially in the beginning, um you have to like hustle. You have to grind it out. You have to be willing to put in the work because we also see so many artists once they get certified, it's like, "Oh wow, just because I show off that I'm certified now, all of these clients are going to start coming magically and i'm going to have a booming business and grow to six figures in less than two months when you and i both know that's rarely the case right um in the beginning the the biggest piece of advice i have is that you just have to like hustle and grind it out meaning you need to be reaching out to all of your friends and family you need to be inside of like free facebook groups and trying to find people in your community you need to be collaborating with your local nail salon and other places within your plaza like you need to do whatever it takes to get people through your doors and when you position it like a model call you are much more likely to get people to come to come in so um the 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 first step is that you need to have like that hungry mentality of doing whatever it takes to get the first couple of clients through your doors um any any thoughts on that no, I, I, i saw no, you were trying to say something like agreeing with you i think that's super important i think like you have yeah. to be realistic and like if you ask me I think for me it's really really important if you really want to get booked out you really have to do a good job. So don't think like, like you're certified, you're freshly like done with the training and you're going to be rocking it. Like do a good job, practice, practice a lot. Really like this is a uh, technique and a skill that develops over time. So don't think that you're going to take a class and then you're going to be a master and then you're going to be taking wonderful pictures and the hero results are going to be amazing. I mean, I don't want to like be negative but i have to be realistic that's not how it works you really 
to like earn mm. the skill before it's given to you. So the practice is the only way to do it. And then uh, once you're there, then start doing models because I think that's so important that you don't go right ahead and practice on people's faces because that's not fair for them. I think practice is super, super important. And once you feel like confident and you see that you actually can um, manage really good your machine or your microblading tool or you know whatever it is that you're doing, whether it's eyeliner or lips, make sure that you are like super, super confident with the results on your latex before you move on and do an, um, models. Because I think it's great you start doing models, but really like, like you said, Danny, it's so important that when you do models, you do them because they are going to um, spread the word about your work. So if your work is not good yet, Bring your clients so it's very those models yeah. are your like the first shots and you're executing an excellent job and they will start spreading the word with friends and family and that's how they're going to start reaching out back to you yeah i love it and then i i wholeheartedly agree on that too because you know we have people with you know the work is not great and then they run ads and they don't get any people who sign up on the ads like oh my god marketing doesn't work when at the end of the day, the day it goes back to the fundamentals which is is your quality work actually good is what you do actually something that people actually wants to like pay you money for and so yes like it just goes back down to great quality of work because if you have great quality work there's no reason why people exactly. wouldn't want to pay you what you're worth and at the end of the day. Danny, i know you're you have your company and that's what you do you um help other like whatever if it's a beginner or already somebody in the industry not getting booked enough to help them to get there where they want to go my question for you is do you have a filter where you say you know what you're not there yet we cannot push you into making sales because your work is not good enough how do that situation mm -hmm. yeah 100 so uh i'm i'm glad that where we are today it's a it's basically all of the blood sweat and tears and learning over the past five years or so because in the beginning we used to say oh you have money and want to pay us We'll work with you. We'll work with you. We'll work with anybody. But now we've realized that there's different levels to this, right? Meaning we, I don't know if you, um, if anyone has ever seen our website, but we talk about this all the time, especially in our presentations at events. Um, we categorize artists by their levels, meaning level zero, one, two, three, four, five. A level zero would be, for example, somebody who just got certified. They're brand new in the industry. They don't really know what they're doing yet. They don't even have a location yet. And then we have a level five, meaning they're a master trainer, educator. They're probably speaking around the world right now. They're booked out for the whole year. They have a whole team. And so depending on what level that you are, we will have a different um, program specifically for you because we realize that how you grow a brand new business at level zero isn't how you grow a level five business, right? Because, you know, level zero, you're just focused on, for example, pictures and quality of work and putting your Instagram bio together. And then maybe at a level two or level three, you're like, okay, well, now I actually have to start running ads and learning how to close deals and then maybe hiring a team. And then you have those who are like level four, level five. They're like, well, I want to start training now. And so there's different problems depending on where you are in your journey. And to answer your question, Cecilia, we have different um, programs depending on where you are in that P&U. That's very cool.
journey. Oh, that's, so you're like uh, customizing everything for whoever it's reaching out to you to, yeah, scale uh, their needs accordingly. That that makes a lot of sense. And but and actually that yeah. says a lot about you, like your ethics and you know how you actually direct your your business. So this is not just helping helping you to get there. Now, what, what will be like the absolutely no's, like three don'ts that you will tell the audience right now if they're first starting? Three don'ts, you said? That you will say, if you do this, you're not going to help yourself. You're going to hurt yourself. Mm, three advertising don'ts. Um, okay, there's, there's so many, there's Great. probably like 20 of them <laughs> that, that just popped in my head. Okay, so I'm going to give the biggest one that we see all the time. The biggest one is to not rush the sale. Meaning, if I go into anybody's DMs, direct messages right now, I can guarantee you that you are rushing the sale with every single lead that is coming in. Meaning, if somebody is like, hey, can I get some more info? Most of the time an artist would be like here just go to my website here here's the booking link versus really asking them deep questions to understand why they want to get this service done and in doing so in rushing that sale of just being very salesy you're most likely losing out on that um, that deal right where so you know my feedback on that is you have to ask the right questions like you know what motivated you to get this done like how long have you been um, thinking about this for you know what style are you going for um, is there a particular post on my page that you've been looking at for quite some time um, you know why are you looking to get this done right then and here and so really understanding your clients and an audience and seeing exactly why they are trying to get the service done it allows you to build that rapport and trust and connection because at the end of the day people buy from those that they know those that they trust and those that they like right and so if you never take the time to answer questions and build relationships with the people who are inquiring about your services um it's going to be very difficult for you to be able to close deals long long term so that's one of the biggest things the biggest mistakes so that we see rushing the sale. Uh, it's something that you have to carry along too once with your client because really like listening to just like you are are doing mm -hmm. with helping others to grow their business um, you're listening to you try to connect where they are yeah. same thing with your clients like not just while you're trying to make a sale but when they're in your studio when they're in your chair you just listen to them and understand what they want and so them what they really need because then sometimes it's, this is a classic situation in the beauty industry right where let's say hairdresser you go in i just want to trim and then you leave with a hair like here right it's like why listen i said i don't want to put yeah. on or whatever listen yeah <laughs> sorry the first contact with the client <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, so that's one. Um, the second one is, this might trigger some people, actually. And you can know, it's 2023, meaning you can no longer only rely on friends and family and referrals. We've had so many people come to us over the past couple of years and say things like, hey, Danny, my business has been booming for the past four years. And since the pandemic and since all of these things happened, 
I'm actually struggling now for the very first time. And all that they've been doing before has been relying on friends and family for referrals. Because if you think about it, referrals and word of mouth, that eventually dries up, right? You eventually run out of people. And so the biggest piece of advice and why, honestly, we're in business is, <laughs> is to invest into actual paid advertising. So I have always been a firm believer in spending money to make money. You have to pay to play. So instead of stressing out, oh my God, where's my next client coming from and having to direct message thousands of people every week, why not just put $1,000 into ads and spread the message about your services and your business to tens of thousands of people in your local community and get people to inquire about your services. So I would say 2023, I, I said this in 2021, but it's already 2023, which is crazy. Like if you are not investing into paid advertising to spread the word about your business, I wholeheartedly believe you're going to lose this year. Um, and I don't say that as like a fear, but as just where the industry is going with so many options and solutions out there you just need to be paying to get your business in front of people who didn't know about you in the era that we're living right now i mean it's the digital um, era and if you're not in the game because you really and this is why i think it's so important what you're saying right now is because again Mm -hmm. i mean you're not a professional photographer you're not a professional like social media manager like if you don't understand the algorithm if you don't understand how Google works. If you don't understand how advertising through the digital um, venues out there, you're you're gonna waste your time. And I think it's. I'm gonna tell you my experience. Like when I first started, I moved from Mexico. I'm, I'm originally from Mexico. So when I started my business, I didn't have friends and family here. So, like finding the right person to help me with advertising was really hard. And so I bump into people that they claim to be like experts but they didn't i waste so much time and i will tell you like my tip number one first make research about who is going to run your advertising because there's so many people out there they just claim or self-acclaim and they have no experience whatsoever just do your investigation, do your homework, because I mean, in the end, you're starting up with a business, and I mean, not everybody out there is like, like with the pockets full of money to waste it, you know. So you can waste it. You're trying to make money, but you want to be smart how you spend your money. So there you go. Danny's here. He's experienced. He's knowledgeable, and you need to find people like him, or just contact him. Thank you no even if you run your own ads, right? You go and look at, I don't know, a YouTube video and how to post your Facebook ads. Good luck with that. I mean, I can tell you right now, wasting your time. It's a lot of like turns and <laughs> tricks and stuff that it just time consuming. So you really have to be focused in what is it that you're doing? You're a permanent makeup artist, focus on your work, on your skill and getting better. And let somebody who knows how to do it, do it for you because you're just trying to save money and then you're not making money because you're trying to save money and you're not doing it right. <laughs> I didn't say it. Cecilia did. Thank you for joining us on this painting journey. We hope you found inspiration and actionable insights to elevate your career in permanent makeup. 
To stay updated on the latest trends, tips, and exclusive content, be sure to follow us on social media at High Stoke Media. Don't miss out on our upcoming episodes and exciting PMU news. Until next time, keep creating beauty one stroke at a time.